Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to FCFL Live. show that brings you all the stats, weekly breakdowns, interviews, and next week's picks. And enjoy the show as Shane and John bring you all the info inside the Florida Champion Football League. All right. Welcome. Welcome to the show, everybody. Um, episode two, week three. Here we are, Shane. How are we doing? Yeah, we're doing good. Beautiful day in Florida. You know, the greatest football state in the world. It is. I'll second that devotion. For sure. All right. Uh, you know, just uh, another day in the life of the beautiful week here in uh, semi-pro football. A lot going on, <laughs> say the least. A uh, lot is the word. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting week. Uh, I don't think – I know I've never experienced a week like this in my uh, football career at any level but nonetheless uh we can write that one in for the books <laughs> uh, yep, definitely you, put that one in my diary yeah but uh hey it is what it is we're ready this week we're going in the next week of football everybody's getting excited it's almost saturday it's gonna be a great weekend yes another um uh, Great weekend in the FCFL. Some great matchups. Uh, we'll get to those uh, shortly after we um, cover week three. Uh, pretty exciting week uh, last Saturday, I can tell you. Yeah. My point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from the Immortals game, woo, right from the kickoff, uh, boom, it was a game. Game on. I, I watched that video. It definitely was a game right from the kickoff. They, uh, like I predicted, they dug their heels in and they were ready, uh, right from, right from the kickoff. So, uh, hats off to them, but, uh, I must say, um, Saints organization looked really good, even though, Hey, the score, the score didn't reflect 
how they played, but like I uh, anticipated and predicted, uh, the Immortals had a lot of energy in reserve, <laughs> and it showed. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Where's that been? I mean, Immortals been you know not as high powered. I mean, was it just the Saints were just not there? Or, I mean, uh, I know the no, Saints. No, um, it was. They were they were on fire. Um, you know, they were making blocks and uh, hitting the gaps, and everything just fe- fell into the place. Um, almost one of those perfect games for them, you know. Yeah. Game plan was perfect. Yeah. It, you know, and they had a great turnout. They had a, uh, you know, uh, high school marching band, local, uh, one of the local high school marching bands came out with their uh, cheerleaders. Um, nice. You know, they got the whole uh, uh, South Dade uh, Chamber of Commerce. Give those guys a shout out for coming out and uh, being the honorary captains for the kickoff and uh, wow. coin toss. Immortals are big, man. The whole different. Uh, I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to set a whole different level in the semi-pro. Um, and that's why. Uh, we're glad to have them back because uh, they share the same vision that we do. And, you know, like I said, it's uh, not always easy because, you know, even though we always don't see eye to eye and, 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 and you know, everything with all of us, we have to, you know, sometimes admit that, uh, you know, our plan may not be best and whatnot and, you know, adapt and, like we said before, adapt and overcome. And we all want the same goal. We all want the same dream, so you know, let's collectively uh, work at it together. Good vision, the way the league is, and <laughs> well, you know, wanting to buy into that vision. Well, it's been there for a long time. Like I said, you know, we're not trying to reinvent something. Uh, we just want to collect together, maybe. Um, a little better than it's been before. So, uh, you know, second year we're making strides and, you know, later we'll get into, uh, our, our newest addition to the family. Woo! Uh, the, the day County Raiders have, uh, Set the world on fire with that one. made an unprecedented move this week and, uh, came over to the FCFL. Um, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have them on a little later and, you know, they'll be able to say their piece and it's, this isn't going to be a trash talk in any type of situation. This is just a, a decision that they made and their organization felt it was, uh, best for them to make the move. We, <laughs> we had the slot open, the dolphins folded and, um, you know, the, mm-hmm. the scenario was is you assume the Dolphins record and their schedule and this could happen. And yeah. we put it to a vote and uh, there were a few that were against it, uh, but not many. Mm-hmm. And uh, very the, the very few, but but nonetheless, they were welcomed with open arms uh, either way and by all the owners. Uh, after the decision was made and it was announced. So, you know, again, interesting week. 
Hey, it's what makes it makes it fun. Keeps you on your toes. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I I can say that they weren't the only team, but that's as far as we'll oh, take it. Really? Um, <laughs> there were more teams that inquired last really? week and this week. So, oh. but but we're done. Um, there was one other opportunity to take the Tampa North schedule. Um, but it didn't pan out. And at this no. point, this, the season's closed. We're locked in. Mm-hmm. However, our 2020 team application is open <laughs> and live on our website at uh, www.fcfl.football. And you can go there. It's right on the main page on the upper tab uh, header and fill it out. And we oh, will right start now. the process with you. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be getting filled out already. I heard there's a little bit of a line waiting. Yeah, and uh, like I said, we uh, got some great plans for next year. We got great plans for this year, uh, nonetheless. But you know, as a commissioner, I'm I'm always looking to the future. Uh, You know, as soon as we start this season, my focus is already going to start drifting towards 2020. So. um, But, you know, I'm here, we're live, we're here live and loud. (laughs) So let's get back to to the games. Uh, What game do you want to cover next? Uh, Let's just pick one out of the hat. We already did the Immortals and the Saints. Uh, Immortals, we never set the score, though. Immortals won 48-0, which was a lot. I mean, I think that's the most points they put up all year so far. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, NFL rules, uh, you know, yeah. you can, you can run them up. So, uh, you yeah. know, kudos. Uh, we, we'll go over the stats a little bit later. We'll just finish running down, running down the games. Yeah. Well, let's go, uh, Palm Beach Outlaws in a, in a classic football game against the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Um, they won unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, that game. Uh, oh, that was that one, wasn't it? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, there was a field oh, issue. I didn't catch and, that. Uh, yeah, and I, that I, was uh, the low light of the week for me. Anyway, I know nobody wanted to happened. cancel it, but it was beyond our control after a certain time. And yeah. turn the page. Yeah, turn the page. We had... Uh, <laughs> Tar Heels and the Cougars. Now the Cougars. Uh, yes. I, need to talk, I need to talk to them Cougars later on because they kind of messed up my pickums. <laughs> they hate when teams mess up my pickums. <laughs> well, and the Saints did too. Um, yeah, that was the game of the week of the North. Uh, yes, it was. Both teams were undefeated. Yeah, and uh, we knew that we were going to have, uh, uh, you know. Winner or loser here, you know, undefeated or taking his first loss. So uh, yep, it's going to be interesting to hear his take on the game. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad game. 19 to 7, that's, that's not a horrible game at all. I mean, it's not Yeah, like I think it was decided. I think it uh, got a little uh, more added towards the, the end of the game. It was a lot closer, like you said, than, uh, yeah. than the score says. That's, you know. Uh, then you had uh, – shout-out to the Reapers. 
Reaper's yeah. been around for a few years now. Changed the name two years ago. But Reaper's put up 41 points. That's yeah. The highest output I've ever, ever put out. Yeah. Well, they needed it. Um, you know. Hello? Were they 0-2 before going out? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they needed that. They, that was a big win. Yeah, yeah. One of those games where everything's just clicking, everything's working. They played um, a Raiders team that was um, in a rebuilding process. Yeah. So, yeah. But. Yeah. They uh, they were uh, in a vulnerable position this week, but right. <laughs> nonetheless, they showed up and they, they played. Yeah, I mean that's one thing I'll say about the Raiders. They never give up. You'll you'll always get a full game. You know, they'll give you everything they got. Yeah, and uh, that's why they're here. Yeah. Um, then we had what looked to be a really good matchup and showed up on the scoreboard as a was a really good game was the War Eagles and the Bulls. Ah, uh, yes. Fifteen to six. Now that's a football game. <laughs> There was some uh, there was some battling going on there, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, that was in Keystone uh, in Tarpon, so the Bulls took their first L of the season. Um, yeah, that was tough for them, but you know, well, uh, it's bound to come, but. I yep. myself, I I'd, I'd, I'd rather take them early in the season, get them out of the way, and then make the run. You yeah, know? take them in the first week one, week two, get it out of the way, and walk through the playoffs. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the goal. Yeah, it is. Uh, what was the next game? The next game was Vultures versus Chiefs, defending champs. Yeah. Um, Chiefs were just too much for the Vultures, you know, thirty to six. Yeah, we, we uh, spoke a little bit about the the Vultures' offense last week, and um, uh, it still needs some fire. So uh, you know, maybe we be at our we better bring uh, owner Nick on and uh, let him uh, speak some words of inspiration <laughs> to that offense. Yeah. And uh, get them motivated. Yeah. So that was in Hollywood. I don't know where the, the Vultures play at. I don't think they play that. Um, that game actually was at MacArthur High School. Oh, and, that was at um, yeah, Carter Park. That yeah. was the the double header that uh, mm-hmm. there was the issues. Doubleheader. With uh, yeah. refereeing and both of those that uh, <laughs> yeah. were addressed this weekend, so uh, then we had we, uh, we love it. Who... Uh, just hang out, just one second. I I love it yeah. when when the owners send us the, the videos of of questionable referee <laughs> calls so, so that we can turn them in. You know, it, it makes it better for us because of course you know uh, we want accountability just as much as anybody else I mean um, Mm -hmm. you don't want the referees to keep you know 
reinterpreting something that's wrong. You know, it's the whole purpose of these videos is to make sure that the, the clarification and, you know, if there's questionable things that they, they get discussed and reviewed. Right. That's a good thing, though. It's kind of our own version of the NFL where we actually review the play. We just can't do it on the sideline. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's only going to make the referees better and the quality of what we get from them down the road, especially when we get towards the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Because you yeah. know we we want the best of what they have to offer. We want their all stars at our game. Yeah, yeah. Hold the referees accountable for what they call during the game. Absolutely, and uh, I have no problems reviewing those tapes and uh, you know forwarding to, forwarding them through and uh, talking to Teddy about them and whoever. So uh, that's. That's all it is. It's just uh, you know they can't they can't get better if they don't see those problems. You know, so they're great tools. Yeah. Um, we had uh, barracudas and tigers, and I told everybody last week that you got to watch them Lee County Tigers. Yep, sure did. You know, and uh, Lee County Tigers pulled off their first one of the year, sixteen to eight over the veteran team of the Barracudas. Yeah, shout out to uh, Lee County Tigers and uh, the uh, the owner, Katrine Atkins. Uh, great job. Uh, you guys are looking good. Uh, we keep talking about you every week, so keep up the great work. And then there was one more game. There was uh, a rematch from a previous week with uh, the West Coast Soldiers and the the Rise. Yeah, that was the uh, the makeup game from yeah. the week before. Right. But uh, yeah, the Soldiers pulled out the win in that one. <laughs> well, um, it was it was good to see the Soldiers um, and the Rise play because again. The Rise, you know, are a brand new team. And in order for them to be, you know, contenders in the future, they have to show up, they have to represent, and they have to take those ones on the chin. It's how it works. Uh, You never know. I mean, hey, you never know. You know, they could have got their win. But if you don't show up, you don't represent, and you don't play, and you don't take good notes, you're never going to win. So that's the key. So hats off to them, and uh, you know we can uh, we can expect to see them, you know, in the in the future. Yeah. They're they're yeah, a, they're they're, uh, they're a tough, scrappy bunch. I mean, no matter what the scoreboard said, they did not quit. They did not start arguments. Yep. They didn't do nothing. They they came out there. They played some football, and and when the final whistle blew, that's when they ended the game. And. Yeah. Uh, your game was uh, looked a little reminiscent of the Immortals game because <clears throat> it was just a couple plays where, boom, you know, you hit the hole around the edge, you know, whatever, gone. And, uh, you know, boom, put up the points. What was it, uh, 50? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, their quarterback, uh, he's got an arm. I uh, I, I think that uh, they got uh, something to work with it down there at the QB. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get it right. They just gotta get their game plan and find out what works best for them, and and uh, get as much film as they can on any other team. I mean, like we said before, there's film out there on every team. You just gotta look. Yeah, I, I found a film on the Rise game from last weekend today. Yep, they're there. Yeah, Rise, just look. Rise versus Soldiers game right there on YouTube. Yep, it's uh, it's the one I got. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't the greatest view. There was a no, sideline view, but, but it wasn't horrible. Good quality. No. Yeah. yeah, looked like it was, uh, you know, HD at least. There you go. <laughs> I got one last week that was uh, 480i. I was like, <laughs> what the somebody, hell somebody is this? It's called a flip phone from 1987. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Had that little icon on the screen and everything. I'm like, oh my god, okay, <laughs> great. You had, had the little lever on the side where you could see it yeah. zoom and wide. <laughs> I it have was, seen one of those. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the hell am I getting? You know, I'm like, but, I hope you didn't pay for this. <laughs> like, uh, no, 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 no. This is just a condensed version to get it to you quick. And I'm like, oh well, uh, I would have waited for the 1080. So. I, think I know who you're talking about, too, because I've seen the same film. <laughs> I'm telling but, you, anyway. I should uh, I should hold a seminar for some of these uh, quote-unquote production companies that do video. I can help them. Trust me. <laughs> there you go. Extra money. Yeah. But that was last week. Um, we went down. Everybody got their games in. And no issues. That I know, that I've heard of. I mean, well, it was just the, the field issue with the uh, yeah the Cowboys and uh, Outlaws. Yeah. But that has been rectified, and they're set. Their fields are set for the rest of the season, so um, mm-hmm. we won't have to worry about that. So that was that for the week. And again, three. that's why we uh, were able to offer fields in Pompano. Um, for teams that don't have a field or whatever, if you can get with us in in time during the week, you know, obviously before Thursday, close of business, we can right. reserve you a field. But at that Ooh. point, you know, it starts becoming, you know, the the window starts narrowing to get people staff to go out there for Saturday if it's not done before a certain time. So we tried and, but you know, like I said, we don't live in a perfect world. Uh, I don't think I'd want to live in a perfect world, but (laughs) nonetheless, Uh, yeah, I thought uh, all around it was a good week. Uh, Didn't get, uh, you know, I didn't hear of uh, any suspensions or, player issues or uh, things of that nature during the game anyway. <laughs> so on that note, it's uh it was a good week. A what good are your, uh, what'd you go? What, what was your, uh, what was your pick uh, well, uh, ratio from last week? I had a piece of paper that I had them written down on and I got 
misplaced. Okay. I know I had a, I know I had at least two or three that I picked wrong. My yeah. Saints I picked to win, and the Bears right. I right. picked to win. So I just yeah. threw the whole thing away. But you did, uh, you did say, watch out for those tigers. Yes, I did. You were very clear about the, and and I was too. Uh, I think uh, I, I said uh, if you can contain that quarterback, you have a good chance of winning. But I haven't seen the film yet, so I'd love to see that. Excuse me. Oh, what was the next on the agenda? Let's uh, let's it. review some of the stats, uh, the player stats. Uh, we didn't get to much player of that stats. last week. Oh yeah. So. Uh, oh yeah, because they're all calculated in here now, so we can. Well, yeah. Well, a lot. Uh, we yeah we've, a lot a lot Those today. I've uh, figuring out how to put them in there. <laughs> well. In everybody's defense, I'm I'm gonna uh, you know say that quite a few teams had issues, and there was an issue, and it's been remedied as of last night today. Everybody should be clear and uh, have no issues with uh, inputting stats or them saving. Uh, if they do, and you're listening, please uh, contact me. And uh, players, be patient. Uh, If you don't see your stats there, they're working on it. Trust me, uh, we're all working on it. So uh, next week, for sure, uh, there'll be no no excuse unless they're just not going to do it. Uh, I can't make them do it, but most teams are working at it. So, Uh, yeah. How do you want to do it? All right, based off the pretty much all the stats go off the yardage anyway, so. For offensive yeah. stats, mm-hmm. uh, let's go top five. Okay. At number five for the Cougars. Hold on, I just misplaced my name. Jarvis Jones with uh, 240 yards in two games. All right. Uh, his completion ratio is 68%. He's averaging 9.6 yards a pass. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, not bad at all. I mean, in two games, so you figure that's yeah, not a bad. He's um, 17 of 25. That's a really good ratio. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And number four, you got Ryan Hardison from uh, the Barracudas. BCB. Um, yeah. 28 completions out of 60 attempts. Could you yeah, do a little bit of work there? 46.7% yeah. completion. But he still has 300 yards of passing. Uh, yeah. 5.1. Uh, number two from the Palm Beach Out. I'm sorry, number three from the Palm Beach Outlaws, Darius Davis. Doesn't only play yeah. one game, though. <laughs> oh, that's that may be. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah, that may be uh, almost just uh, just one game inputted. I'm not sure if they got all their stats in or not. They should. Okay, well, they should definitely. Nonetheless, uh, seven of seven of nine with a seventy-seven point eight completion rating, with three hundred ninety-eight yards passing. Yeah, that was that first game. Yeah. Yeah, forty-four point two yards per pass. Mm-hmm. Number, 
Number two from the East Lake War Eagles, Brett Diolano. Uh yeah. he has three games, has completed twenty five passes of forty four, which gives him a fifty six point eight completion rating, uh, for a total of four hundred and six yards. Which is that's nice. Already passed the four hundred yard mark. Nine point yeah. two per pass. And at number one, you have Nick Martino from the West Coast Soldiers. Two games, 25 completions out of 46 attempts, uh, 54.3% with 413 yards. Yeah, it's cruising. Yeah. That's your top five for your passing. Let me get to your rushing real quick. Yeah. So, not bad. I mean, I like seeing quarterbacks – Two three games in, already looking at you know half a thousand almost. Yeah, uh, and uh, the Broward quarterback, uh, sixty attempts. They're throwing the ball, so uh, yeah. All right, my rushing's not coming up. What is? They got the uh, West Coast offense over there. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, do they? West Coast. We'll have offense? to ask Tim when he comes in. Yeah. Um, hold, give me a second here. I think decided to mess up. Uh, not showing me. I'm going to try receiving. Maybe I'll we'll just... It right, shows me... Uh, uh, there, there you go. Yeah. Ah. What the heck? Russian. That's good yardage. It's got like every rusher listed. Yeah. Yeah, whether it's a quarterback or not. Yeah. Yeah. All right, numbers go number five, two, three, four, five. Mark Kegler. I know Mark. Mark's a good guy. East Lake, I'm sorry, Florida War Eagles. Yes, sir. Uh, 20 attempts, 130 yards, averaging 6.5 per carry. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's a great Uh, Tim Mack from the Cougars, 12 attempts, okay. 137 yards, 11.4 per carry. Not nice. Bad. Wow. First down guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Darrell Osborne from the Outlaws, two games, four attempts, 186 yards, averaging 46.5. That's mostly the home run hitter right there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad average at all. Laverius <laughs> yeah. uh, Tinger from Outlaws. Hopefully I said his right, name right. Um, okay. 14 carries, 220 yards at 15.7. That's nice. And number, that's nice. number one from the Florida War Eagles is in three games, he has 24 carries for 237 yards, averaging 9.9 yards a carry. That's uh, Ronnie Cohen. From the War Eagles, right on. Well, you know, again, hats off to those guys. Uh, hard work pays off, man. You know, uh, that's what it's all about. You know, we want to see these stats, so uh, make sure you know you're uh, you're telling your stats people get them things in, so uh, we can. Uh, you know, every week we're going to review them, and uh, we mm-hmm. want to see your names up there. Say your names for you. 
Let's check out some receivers. That's what I'm working on right now. Yeah. At number five for the receivers, you got uh, Rashard Briscoe, West Coast Soldiers. Eight receptions for 115 yards. Wow, nice. Not bad at all. Averaging 14.4. At number four, you got Michael Layfield from the Florida War Eagles. Two games, seven receptions. Oh, seven targets, 147 yards, averaging 21 yards a catch. Not bad at all. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Another go-to uh, guy for first down. Yeah. Uh, number two from the War Eagles, Yasmin Coleman. I know Yasmin. Good guy. Uh, he's got three games, 11 receptions, 14 targets, 156 yards, averaging 14.2. Nice. Yeah. That's good work. Oh, Jerome Osborne for the Outlaws. What? I'm sorry. This stat must be... All right, this one must be messed up. (laughs) Uh, Well, it says he's got four receptions on two targets. Can't can't have four catches with the ball thrown to you twice. Yeah. Must be a little error in there. Yeah. Must have maybe 12 targets or something. Oh, no, yeah. Nothing major. 185 yards, 46.7 per catch. Uh, number one would be Darius Bing from the West Coast Soldiers. Two games. He's got eight receptions at 187 yards, averaging 23.4 yards per catch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, uh, hats off, guys. You, uh, you're valuable valuable players to your team. So uh, keep working hard. Keep grinding. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the offensive stats. Um, yeah. I don't know what, what other, that's all for the offensive ones. What what else did you have for? Yeah, I don't think anybody kicked a field goal this week. I don't think. Mm, I don't know. No, I know we didn't. So. Yeah, got to can't forget the kickers. <laughs> nah, no, shout out to all the kickers out there. You get no love, yes. just like old linemen. We love you. We love kickers yeah. and the big guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see. What was the next category you wanted to do? I wasn't sure. Uh, well, can we get any uh, defensive stats? I was trying to get some there. but uh, Sure. Where do you want to go with? Uh, uh, INTs. Uh, tackles, sacks, yeah. interceptions. Yeah. Which yeah, one? let's hit those. I just can't get to the – I cannot get to the interceptions for some reason. Hmm. It won't let me. Uh, because I got a slide, that's why. Give me one second, guys. My computer's really yeah. messing up today. I, I've been having uh, internet issues with Comcast for internet the past issues. couple of days. Not messing up. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Just past couple of days, it's been weird. So. 
I don't know what it just did. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to have to skip that one. Sorry. I cannot oh, the get I, to the MSN. The INTs? Yeah. I can I get to them. I shifted it all the way over and just yeah. kicked me right back over. Um, I need to see if I can slide that scale around. That's um, what I was trying. Three. Three is what it looks like. Uh, is I, I see. Uh, there's a couple guys with three. Yeah, I see that, but I can't see the name at the same time. Yeah, that's what I was. Uh, Marcel Williams from uh, Palm Beach Outlaws and uh, Timothy uh, Crumpty, Florida War Eagle. Camardi. Yeah, Marty. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Three three INTs each. They both uh lead the league. And then there's one, two, three, four, five, six guys with two. And um a bunch of uh, who's that? And a whole bunch of them with one. Yeah. Bunch. Bunch with one. Um two. Julius Caesar, uh Broward County. Barracudas, um, Terrell Phillips, Palm Beach Outlaws, Deronde uh, Williams, DeAndre Williams from uh, Largo Raiders. Whoa, look at that. You got two Largo mm-hmm. Raiders in their first game, or maybe maybe those stats carried over if they're uh, um, ex-Stampede players. So, so um but nonetheless, uh, got two of them up there. And then uh, a couple other guys from the Cougars, Shemery uh, McBean and uh, James Pate. So guys are ball hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Want to do total tackles or sacks? I can get to both of those. Yeah, let's do sacks. Facts. All right. Um, uh, let's go to number five first. We got one, two, three, four. Mark Gadsden from the Outlaws. He has five sacks. Uh, from the Florida War Eagles, we got Terry Collins. He has five and a half sacks. Again, from the Florida War Eagles, you have Keith McNeil. He has five and a half sacks. Um, yeah. Number two, Cody Shellhammer from the Soldiers. He has six. And number one is Keon Virgil from the Vultures. Has seven. Yep. Yep. Wow. Mm. Hey. Again, uh, boys are coming off the ball, you know. Uh, yeah. uh, the Immortals game. Uh, boys were uh, through the line quick. So, uh you know, hats off to them, uh, those uh, DNs and D-line uh, linebackers, making it hard for them other teams to get up in there. Right. Well, that's pretty much it for the defensive side. Usually do sacks and interceptions. Uh, uh, nothing going on. Yeah. We could go through the tackles, but, you know, I mean, 
there's there's some there's some pretty good tacklers that's for sure um you know got quite a few guys in the 20s and then it starts to separate itself pretty quick uh back down into the teens real fast so yep uh we'll do the tackles real quick uh palm beach outlaws john wilkins has 24 total tackles Total tackles. Uh, yeah. Joseph Stovall from the Vultures has 25. Mark Gadsden from the Outlaws has 25. Uh, Keon Virgil from the Vultures has 27. And Mason Mobley from the Outlaws has 29 total tackles on the season so far in two games. That's, that's a lot. Um, yeah. You know, talk about this for for just a quick second about uh guys like these uh they're impact players um and these are the stats that show you know they're everywhere when the ball's there so um you know hats off to these guys um talk a little bit about as a coach um you know to how valuable it is to have uh the these type of guys that are everywhere uh, and they're just hungry to get that ball. Um, you gotta have them. You, you mean as many as them as, of them as you can get on your team. I mean, they just make the whole team better. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, uh, they remind me of those. You know, guys like Ray Lewis and you know uh, that are. Uh, you know, key factors to their team and uh, lead and uh, show the rest. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, show show everybody how they want the them to perform. You know, we all can't do it the same way, but at our own way in our respective ways, that's what we're talking about. So, hats off to these guys again, and uh, oof, you know, keep up. Keep it up, guys. Uh, we'll be seeing some of you at the uh, All-Star Game Pro Bowl for sure. Yep. Keep it up. And these the, these are the stats uh, that are going to determine uh, the All-Stars and the Pro Bowlers who are going to Super Bowl weekend. So, uh, again, you know, we're, uh, we're on the owners and the stats keepers every week. And uh, I've been working behind the scenes uh, diligently to get this uh, issue fixed so that we can get these up there. Uh, If you haven't been, go to the page and and check it out. See, that's why we want those beautiful pictures of you guys, because when you're scrolling down and and your your face is there as a league leader or a team leader, got to be looking good. You know, we don't want you uh, looking like you just rolled out of bed. I mean, there's probably a few of them that should just keep their helmet on and don't want to scare the kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we won't get into that show, but uh, nonetheless, uh, looking good, guys. Looking good. Let's, uh, how about punt mm-hmm. returns? Uh, let's check out some punt returns, kick returns. Uh, no, I did not see the punt not returns. Not coming up? Out. No, okay. and the team stats aren't coming up either. It says something about liquid error. So we'll have to look into that later. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'll have to check that out for sure. But player stats are there. It's all good. Yeah. Um, 
So then you're down to the power rankings here. There's yeah. The new updated power rankings. And yeah. I'm down there. So. The new week three Let's power see. rankings. Looks, looks pretty new because I've seen a big jump there. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do some power rankings. Uh, coming in at number 17, you have the Largo Raiders. At number 16, you have the Polk County Rise. <clears throat> 15, Howard Barracudas, who took a slide down a few spots. Uh, number 14, Palm Beach Cowboys. Number 13, the South Florida Vultures. Number 12, you have the Bay Area Reapers, who I believe moved up. Uh, number 11, you have the Miami Saints. And the biggest jump of the week, previously number 15, all the way up to number 10, you have the Lee County Tigers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, Miracle City Cougars jumped up one notch to number nine. Um, the Central Florida Bulls fell five spots to number eight. Yeah. That was tough. They, were pre- they, were, they fell to number eight. They were previously number five. The Outlaws stayed neutral. They're still at number seven. Uh, Immortals jumped up to number six from number eight. Tar Heels went up a notch to number yeah, five. Yeah, big win. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number four, the War Eagles stayed the same. Number three, the Soldiers stayed the same. Number two, the Phantoms stayed the same. And number one, our still your 2018 FCFL champions, the Miami Chiefs. Miami Chiefs, still. Yeah, still at still the top. One. Yep. Yep, still at the top. And uh, they don't have a game this week, so uh, they just get to chill. Yeah. And, so I'm uh, sure they'll go out and support you and watch a game somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Um, these guys are all good. They'll uh, get out and support the FCFL and uh local team, some brothers. So at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, you know, just a big football family. Um, you know, uh, our president, DeBear, says it the best. You know, uh, we battle it out on Saturday. And, uh, you know, Sunday morning, we're back to family, so... Right. I can't uh, describe it any better, but uh, it is a family, uh, you know, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> and uh, I think uh, when we bring the Raiders on, uh, they might be able to uh, talk a little bit about that love they feel. Because uh, I felt that since day one, you know, uh, this group we got is a pretty good bunch of group of people. And... Uh, it's uh, definitely been a huge family atmosphere since day one. So, thanks again. Yeah. Happy to be here. Um, so, what do you got left here? We got uh, we got some calls to make. I know that, but uh, should we get these pickums out of the way? You think they're ready? Yeah, let's uh, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and do the the pickums because uh, that's the point where we're at, and then we'll. Uh, We'll start uh, getting these guys to uh, call in, and uh, we'll uh, get on towards the second half of the hour. 
Yeah, it'd be nice too because I can get people out of my inbox because they're upset because I only do the pickums on the radio show now. No more live feed on my uncut page. So people are like, "We want the pickums." All right, well, tune into the <laughs> show and you'll get the pickums. Only That's one right. way to get it now. All right. So for week three, we have the Reapers versus the Tar Heels. Um. I'm going to take the Tar Heels by 21. I'm writing this down, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> Saints versus Kudas. Saints lost to Mortals. Kudas lost to I'm taking the Saints by six. All right. All right. It's fair. You know, uh, they're uh, they're going to come back and rebound. They're not down. Trust me. Right. Trust me. It's a big, big loss, but uh, they'll be back. Right. Uh, then you got the Bulls versus the Largo Raiders. The Bulls lost their first game. I think they're a little upset. I'm going to take the Bulls by 18. Well, all right. That's a big one. Uh, then you have the Cougars, who just got their first loss. But they take on a powerhouse, um, Orlando Phantoms. Oh, um, yeah. Another Phantoms. big week for them. Woo. Yes. I'm going to take the Phantoms. Tar Heels beating this one. I'm going to take the Phantoms by seven. Okay. Well, you know. I think the Cougars might be a little upset and they want, they want to get something well. off their chest. Well, they they played the the Tar Heels tough, so you yeah. Know. Wow. Then you have the Cowboys and the Immortals. I'm going to take the Immortals by 14. I don't think they're going to run up the scoreboard again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it'll be a different week, but. You know, again, they're at home and it's a new team, so don't be surprised. Yeah. You never know. It's the part of the picking that's <laughs> Um, the vultures play the outlaws. I'll take that guy's outlaws there. I'll take them by okay. twenty one. Oh yeah. All right. Then we have that new team called the Raiders. Ah, uh, yeah. They're gonna be playing. They're gonna be playing the Tigers. Hmm. Um, and their debut to the FCFL. In their debut um, game. Yes. I like the Tigers. I mean, I've said it already. I'm gonna take the Raiders by a, at least twenty-four. Oh. All right. Hmm. Interesting. But you know those teams, and you you've got to see yeah. the the Tigers, and you know the Raiders. So all right. The Raiders. Interesting. The, the Raiders are crazy. I mean, <laughs> they got a great running back. They got a couple of great running backs. Former Hollywood Brown uh, Stringer. Yeah. I think he's on we there. Talked, we talked Rock. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Javier is on that team now. Hollow Red is just insane. So, yeah. yeah. It's uh, 
It's loaded. I can see that. We talked yeah. a little bit about before the before the show started. So uh, you know, uh, interesting game for sure. It'll be fun. Yeah, and then anybody can pick what they want on the soldiers versus the war eagles. You know, I don't pick that game. I never okay. do a pick on my own team. Okay. All right. Fair enough. But you know, that's what the first caller called in to want to hear. I understand that, and I mean, I can't. I mean, he can't yeah, ask. Yeah, would be fair. Because who do? You, yeah, it wouldn't be fair. I mean, how? How? I can't say. I think the Warriors are going to win by eighty-seven points. I mean, right, right, right. Yeah. And for me, I'm in the same boat. You know, right. I don't right. get into the uh, business of pickums for. Uh, for the game. You know, I like both teams. I think both teams are solid. Um, you know, the game film that I've watched, uh, you know, uh, I would lean towards the soldiers, but you know what? Uh, I've said this uh, a couple weeks in a row and I've told Jason before, he's got some studs and some speedsters over there. So with that mm-hmm. combination, you never know. Yeah. I mean, I will say one thing. You can mark it down. You can stamp it. You can put all your money on it. At the end of the day, the team that's going to win will be the team with the most points. Yeah. uh, It's always uh, the winner, winner, chicken dinner. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Two to nothing, six to nothing. Yeah. I'm just happy we're going there because we get the pulled pork sandwiches. So That is a bonus. Um, it is. And, uh, you know, I'm coming up to Orlando next week, March 2nd. Um, my intent is to go to the Orlando Phantoms Tar Heels game, which should be a huge brawl. We talked about that last week with Raj a little oh. bit. Right. But uh, should be definitely a good game. If uh, if it's only hot dogs and chips concessions there, <laughs> and oh, I get a good no, whiff no, no. of that uh, that pulled pork from uh, yeah. Florida the War Eagles, yeah. I might uh, yeah, chase that way. So. Listen, it's definitely definitely worth the ride. <laughs> it's not that far from Orlando. Yeah. No, well for me it's like twenty minutes from my house, so I would almost yeah. drive there just to get a pulled pork sandwich. Yeah, well, you know, if I got time Sunday uh, and I don't make it Saturday night, uh, I'll, I'll go there. You better call Jason ahead of time. Tell yeah, I'm gonna have to say, I'll, I'll have yeah, I'll have him put me a sandwich oh. back, uh, you know, seconds you know, on Sunday. <laughs> but I'm really excited to be able to be in town uh, in Orlando for. Uh, that game and have the opportunity yeah. to go and watch it. So, um, Roger, if you're listening, uh, Coach T, uh, I'll be in town checking it out. That's right. Looking forward to need it. The VI- need the VIP seats. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not looking for anything free or free ride or anything like that. Oh, you no, know, no, just, never that. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, – I need the sideline pass. I need all that. I need everything. <laughs> I'll pay the game for you. I just want to be able to get Yeah, no, I don't have no problems, you know. Same thing, you know, with uh with uh last week at Nico, you know, he let me all in, but you know, hey, I'm not going to I'm going to I'm not going to yeah. ask for you know, nothing free. I'll pay my way. Cuz I want to support you guys. Uh, you know, that's what this is all about. Um, 
and uh, I got no problems. So uh, looks like we got somebody on the on the line. Uh, let me see. Uh, I just uh, see who we got. Had uh, Coach Tim calling in. Let's see who's on. Hello, who's on the line? It's Brad. What's up, Shane? What's up, Bradley White? Not oh, okay. Uh, Bradley White <laughs> from the Atlanta. So I was going to call in early and do the picks with y'all if y'all wanted me to. No, we didn't want you to. Okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you know Bradley White, he's a lineman for the Orlando Phantoms. Probably one of the best. I mean, but we have to give him a help. I don't know about he that. Is, he is uh, <laughs> a supreme. How can I word this correctly? He will pick and poke at you all the time at everything you say. He's an agitator. I love and him. And he's very already. well at it. Good. Yes, I love it. Very, he does very well. When I played basketball, a, I did that, you know. Yeah, he's a great uh, guy. Get under your skin. I know you play the Soldiers and uh, War Eagles game. That's going to be a hell of a game. I think that would be the game of the week. I believe it, it is. is. It is. It oh, okay. is the game of the week of the North. So, yeah, seeing how Shane won't, uh, you know, break it down for us. Go ahead, Bradley. Go ahead, break Bradley. it down for us. I, look, I haven't seen much of the War Eagles. I've seen some film on them. I know they got a good D-line. Um, Soldiers got a good O-line, so you can't knock that. I do like the Soldiers' offense more than the War Eagles' offense simply because Nick Martino's been tested and coming out a proven winner for a while. And uh, I, 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 I don't want to talk about the defense yet because they they've been averaging negative points for these War Eagles guys. May not have played crazy good teams, but, man, Still impressive yeah. no matter who you play for their games. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, with that being said, I do think experience wins here. And Soldiers edged out by four points on the last last uh, drive. Nick pulls All it right. out. All right. That's fair. I, That's I fair. like I like how Bradley said um, four points because if anybody ever watched a Soldiers versus uh, Phantoms game, it's always somewhere between that one to four points that <laughs> somebody's going to win by. <laughs> The most points between us is three, and that was his last game. We went four games with, like, five points being the difference of the total for all four games. It was stupid. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those are good games, though. You know, those are the – we call them the character builders. Yeah. I believe the series is three to two. If I'm, if I'm correct, I believe the series is still three to two. I'm not sure whose side, though. Um, yeah. But we'll worry about that later. But we but we won the only game that really mattered, though. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm not going to argue with you, sir. I mean, just because we're not going to play off to get in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Repeat that. What other teams have y'all done? Uh, we've done them all. The only game I wouldn't uh, pick is our game because I can't pick our game. All right. That was uh, my bad. I, I thought y'all started uh, a little bit later than 9 o'clock. It was my fault. No, that's all right. You'll know all for right, next so show. Well, no, I'm going to try to. I'm going to get it on the, earlier on this show, but thanks for letting all me right. call in. Y'all, y'all have a good show. Thanks, right, uh, thanks Bradley, sure. and uh, I hope to see you next weekend, son. Appreciate it. Uh, I'll be there. It's going to be a good game against the Tar Heels, man. Well, I can't wait. Honestly, they're, they, they weren't bad last year, and they only improved this year. I went and watched them against the Cougars. Pretty damn good team. Yeah, both teams were good. As a matter of fact, uh, as we speak, 
I got uh, Coach Warren on the line and uh, from the Cougars. We're going to bring him on, the owner. And uh, Bradley, once again, thank you, sir, for calling in. Uh, my best to all the Phantoms Nation out there. Uh, next week uh, is going to be uh, – actually, let me let me hold off on that. I'll wait, and uh, we'll talk about what next week's going to be. But, uh, Bradley, thanks for calling in, and uh, we'll catch you uh, next week for sure. Yes, sir. All right. Take care. All right. Uh, looks like uh, I got Coach Tim that just called in, too. We're going to bring uh, both on. Uh, Coach uh, and owner Warren from the uh, Miracle City Cougars is on the line with us now. And if I'm not mistaken, that's uh, Coach Tim, uh, uh, a.k.a. VP VP of uh, the FCFL, uh, Tim Miller. Is that you, sir? Yes, sir. How y'all doing? Great. Warren, how you doing? Pretty, Pretty good. I'm doing great, buddy. Just getting in from practice. Um, a little tired, but I'm great. Well, we appreciate you coming on and uh, taking the time to uh, come on and uh, discuss a little bit of what, uh, what's been going on and your, uh, your experience so far in the FCFL and that big game uh, Saturday night. Both teams undefeated. It's a great game. Uh, yes, it was, man. That was um, a game, a game for the ages. You know, um, we kind of figured it would be a game that could have swayed each way, and um, that's what it was about. I mean, it came down to the defense, and like they say, defense wins championships, and that was certainly a defensive game. Yeah, we figured it was going to come down to, uh, you know, turnover uh, type of game that, uh, you know. Uh, I don't think anybody predicted that game to be uh, beyond 14 points. Uh, no, I had, I had it within a touchdown. Yeah. 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 We, we knew that was going to be a brawl. So uh, hats off to you guys. Uh, you guys have made quite an impression coming into the league. Uh, I, you know, I, I always give credit where credit is due. And uh, my hat's off to you, sir. You run a, a tight ship over there. It's a well-oiled machine. You guys look good. You function as one. And uh, pretty impressive. Uh, we thank you, man. We thank you, guys. You know, um, you know, and being being a part of the LCFL, I mean, you know, we we found a home that is very professional, you know, and um, the leadership that we have in this league, you know, you have to kind of step step your game up a little bit, you know. The bar is high in this league, so, you know, you got to make sure you set your bar high as well, you know, to put a great product because the league is a great product. And, um, you know, but, you know, my coaching staff, I mean, my head coach, Derek Clark, you know, um, you can't you can't find him like him no more. You know he's a um, a man that the man respects, and you know he's just like me. You know he 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 runs a tight ship. You know he makes sure that all T's and I's are dotted and crossed before anything is done. You know, and that the whole coaching staff that we have, you know, we're just fortunate enough to be blessed. You know, with such professional 
coaches, you know, that are committed to the game and, you know, they they take they take it seriously, you know, and um to be blessed with those players, you know, that are very professional themselves. I mean, um John, I mean, we we, we just we just blessed. We're 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 blessed and, you know, we're we're in a league that, you know, got great standards and um we're just trying to keep doing what we can do, you know, and make not just make great impressions but, you know, make great scribes and, you know, to help the league grow and to help, you know, reshape the image of minor league football in the state of Florida. Well, we appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, you know, reiterate it enough. And I say this all the time, you know, uh, and, and, and VP Tim's on and, you know, he'll put on his, his VP hat and, and I'm sure he'll back (laughs) me up, you know, to say that, uh, you know, you guys make it easy for us. We, we've seen these organizations uh, for many years that uh, have the fortitude, the professionalism, the organization, and those are the ones that, that we're here for that we want to cater to. Now, does that say we don't want anything to do with the other ones? No. We want to, to like you said, we want to show and create a mentorship so that we can show these young guys and these young teams uh, from some of the old school world, old world traditions and how it's done and, and, and make these new organizations because we need them. Uh, quite frankly, uh, there's a lot of young men out there and they need these organizations to change their lives for, for the better. Oh, yes, they do. I mean, finally football in Florida, you know, it kind of took a slight hit, but you know, um, it's not it's, it's not dead. It's not damaged too bad. Um, and I think I went a little overboard by saying damage. It's just that you know, a lot of people think that it can't be done the right way. A lot yep. of people they're afraid of the hard work that you put into it. You're afraid to see the outcome because of it did take a black eye here in Florida. Oh, yeah. But the state of Florida has the best football teams, if you ask me, in minor league. Yep. Yep. We agree 100%. We're a football state. Yep. We're a football state. And um, from the college to the pros down to the youth league, I think we're um, proving ourselves. To where we don't have to do much talking, but when it comes yep. to our the Mallory standpoint, you know, it took a hit, but it, it's it's recovering. And yeah. a league like our league, how we're structured, how everybody have a voice, and that voice is heard, and the professionalism amongst the owners, it's a great league. I perceive us being the only league in Florida, if not next year, I'll say two years. I see us being probably the only league in Florida. Well, you know, like I said, uh, if worse comes to worse, we will start our own development league that, you know, we mentor before, you know, uh, we allow teams to come in, if that's what it takes, because – 
um, you know, the, the structure and the organization that we have, like you said, it shocks some people because they've played this game their whole life and not seen this type of structure or discipline and adherence to the rules. You know, um, like I said, as me as commissioner, I just, you know, we're just here to enforce the rules and, and, and the rules are, are what the owners vote on. (laughs) So, uh, it is. It's truly an owners and a players league, and we set it up that way because that's the way it should be. They are the heart and soul of the communities. They are the heart and soul of of what makes it work. So, you know, why can't there be a league that facilitates that that, that type of uh, organization and makes them better? You know, I mean, hey, who doesn't, you know? I hear you. I hear you. I mean, but we're real great. You know I mean, we're real great, and I'm we're blessed to be in it. Tim Tim's been around the league, uh, at different leagues and eight man leagues and you name it. And uh, you know he he's one of our founding members as well. You know, so he he he's uh he's at the core of of everything we do, and and. And uh, we're going to do in the future. So, uh, you know, I'll let him speak a little bit on his behalf for himself. Yeah, so, again, how are everybody doing? Real quick, um, I appreciate, you know, everything that's been put forth of what we what we embedded ourselves on, what we're trying to do when we had six teams. Our vision was pretty much, was pretty much we just wanted for the league should be fair for what we for what for what we've been through and for what we was going through by spending money. You know, was we really out there really trying to develop players? Were we trying to develop communities? Trying to get communities trying to get communities um to act the right way. Because right now we're trying to plan a lot of them we're trying to plan like trying to get into the communities to open up graduation rates, trying to get into college trying to get in the pros, trying to get in videos, trying to do everything structure-wise to make sure that everybody understands we are here for each other. Now, we said we said I mean it's a lot. You know, on Saturday, we, we mean war against each other. But when it comes down to after the game, we pretty much we on the same page. And I love these owners the way we communicate with each other. We have our hiccups. We have our misunderstandings. But we all come together and we make an agreement. I mean, when one vote, when one vote, yay, one vote, no. Guess what? We we come together. We realize, hey, guess what? Hey, you could be right. I go with it. So I mean, that's why when we speak on owners friendly, players friendly, that's what it's all about. I mean, we want the players to get involved because because we know with with, with our brand, we're trying to get social media, we're trying to get our social media stuff together, trying to get all that right because. At the end of the day, we got people looking at us. You know, we didn't we didn't come in. We didn't want to be uh, hyper. We we didn't want to be little, little leaguers. We wanted to be more where people can see where we're trying to grow. You know, when people say, "Hey, I know as me being a owner for about seven, eight years," and I realized who sponsored me? Nobody. I sponsored myself. I paid all the big bucks. I did this. I did that. You know, a lot of owners did that. But then we realized and say. When I came from a couple of these, I, I asked the, the president, hey, what have y'all done for me? What have y'all done for our teams? I mean, when we go to a game, we don't see 
uh, for instance, another team, you know, they, they logos and they sponsored our game. We didn't see all that. But now with us, with FCFL, hey, we present everything. That's why, that's why we got this. This is our website. Hey, we want, we want to be a part of everything. Just like I think John was saying earlier about the city of Pompano. Hey, we, we open up fields to everybody. That's north, south. If you need a field, hey, we'll, we'll do what we can to make sure that you filled it. That's what we try and do in every other in, in, in every other area. We want to get a, a group of fields together and put our name on it for everybody to know. Hey, guess what? We can control the state of Florida by doing what we're supposed to do and knowing that everything will be put in place, that we know we got rest, we got games, you know, we got fields, we got, you know, that, like John Sanders, you know, the developmental thing. You know, we're trying, to, we're trying to do all that. But like I said, with, with the owners that we got and the business that they got, we all put it together. I know for a fact everything within the next couple of years, two, three years, we should be right where we want to be. I think with us, me, like the, uh, the, the forefathers, we, we turned around and said, guess what, we had a, we had a five-year plan. Our five-year plan was, guess what, it, it, was, it was 22 teams in five years. We, we hit that milestone in two years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so now we now we now we to that point now guess what now we got people calling in hey we want to join we want to do this we want to do that and it's like and it's like wow you know look where we came from look where we look look where you know like like we we didn't we didn't we didn't imagine West Coast you know when Shane <laughs> came along, when Shane and Ed came along hey Tampa yeah. came along wow hey we're on the West yeah. Coast yeah. before anybody knew before we had the West Coast we had Jacksonville. We had the whole we had the whole Jacksonville and Georgia almost wrapped up until they said they had to merge together and say we're going to be in the FFA and we'll see y'all yeah. next year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the only thing we didn't get, we didn't get the East Coast. And that's where that's where the UFL came in at. You know what I'm saying? A yeah. lot of teams came to us that they, they wanted to be a part of, but guess what? It became a, it became a money thing. It became, well, we ain't going to be able to do this, we ain't going to be able to do that. How come y'all got this? So... Nine to ten, hey, we gonna we gonna work on, hey, we gonna work on them, trying to get them, trying to get them to join and join us and help them. That's way John was talking about that developmental thing. Yeah. We want we want to put the, the lower tier team down over there to get you know the ones that the brand new league, the, the brand new uh, ownerships. So I mean we got we got plans and we just want everybody to stay tuned. Like I know like like as you know that people people don't catch on to what we're trying to do. Like I say hey, week week four I feels like. Our, our our championship weekend is, is almost is almost fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like we, we know we know we got the field taken care of already. We got the referees pretty much in in place. Um, we got the hotels almost situated. So um, right now we just you know we just doing we doing our due diligence, and that's why we want it. You know we want every owner, every player to be the supporter. I mean don't you know don't be against us when we when we lay the rules down. One thing about this, one thing about the FCFL, we all about the bylaws. You know what I'm saying, yep. you know, we got rules, but we got bylaws. I mean, we don't follow our bylaws, and guess what? Same on us. I mean, that's why we try to put ourselves in the right situation, and we try to be abrupt with everybody. We try to make sure that everybody understands, hey, guess what? You, you call us, we call you back. I mean, Ed doing a hell of a job up north with, 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 with North Group, with, with Warren, with um, Donnie, and, you know, down south, me, the bars, and, and even John. You know, we, 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 we try to keep everything peaceful. I mean, we try to make sure that, hey, we all on the same page. We all on the same boat. So when we say something, you know, we all we we all back each other. So I mean, you anybody got any questions for me? I can pretty much, you know, and about the Barracuda day, we lost a we lost a we lost a close one. Hey, um, had we had bad traveling. Had they had 16 players show up. A hey, half to the Tigers were playing their tails off. Hey, we we were just shorthanded. 
Hey, yeah. I'm back home again, so yeah, I can I can pretty much you know, hey, you know I have from pretty much my guys to be there this week. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, we knew you had your handfuls with the Tigers. Uh, um, they're they're a team to watch, and uh, you uh, you got yeah you you had first eye view of uh, of a team that's up and coming, and if they keep doing what they're doing, they're you know three, four, five years, they're going to be something to deal with. Yeah. Hands down. That's, that's something that you know I can. Uh, I, I mean, I appreciate her. Oh yeah. No. Um, we're going to talk about it here in a few minutes, uh, but let me break down this quick caller. We had a caller call in. He wants to uh, say a few words, and then uh, we'll move on to the next topic. So, uh, hey, caller, are you there? Are you there, caller? I'm here, I'm here now, right. hey. and I'll, I'll, I'll be here every week. I love what you guys are doing. Oh, we appreciate that. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, tell everybody what you were telling me in in the green room. And, uh, again, we we really appreciate this kind of support because this is what we're here for. We're here for you guys. So we want to keep you up to date, keep you informed, and uh, go ahead, man. I I, I don't even think you guys yourself know what you're doing for these kids as far as giving them the spotlight that they need to be exposed to Canada, Europe, and who, who, who knows, maybe the AAF. The AAF has just opened up. I mean, I, I myself personally have coached a player from semi-pro. He's made it to the actual NFL. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but Jimmy Jean, but he started off with me with the Papua Beach uh, Yellow Tails when I was coaching the Yellow Tails, but they're no longer in existence. So, um, Right now, it's all about the Pompano Beach Outlaws. Make sure you guys get that right on the stats because we are yeah. we are leading in every stat category. And uh, let's not let's not leave out Tim. Uh, we do have the same practice facility, so I do see them from afar. Um, Tim is putting in work. Uh, he's a good guy, character-wise, and uh, he, he's doing a lot for his program by himself, by himself, single-handedly. Uh, again, I give a shout out to my owner, personally, Tavares James, which puts in a, a does a lot for these kids as far as um, volunteer work and looking out for the community. Because you gotta understand, it's not just football, you know. But um, to introduce myself personally, I'm I'm Fred. I'm the offensive coordinator for the Pompano Beach Outlaws. And um, my bad. I, I was listening to you guys and the stats, and yeah, a lot of the stats. Yeah, we gave away a lot of stats to the Palm Beach Outlaws, but yeah, we yeah. definitely own them we, as far as we apologize. Oh, we apologize. It's okay. It's okay. Nothing to apologize about. We are family, you know. Yes. We are family at the end of the day. And no, hey, I got I, I corrected last week uh, by Jason, so you know it's only yeah. fair. Shane got corrected this week by you guys. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. You, you, you guys are doing a great, great, great deal. Yes, I don't even think you guys yourself understand what you're doing for these guys. Like, yeah, we we uh, we are uh, definitely driven, and we know exactly what we're doing for these gentlemen because it should have been done a long time ago. So collectively, you're absolutely right. We appreciate all your words. We thank you for tuning in and look forward to bringing you more content next week. 
Uh, stay tuned. Uh, uh, within the last half hour of the show, uh, we're going to announce what next week's show is, and we got a very special show next week for you. So uh, stay tuned. We'll talk at you later. Oh, oh, Appreciate oh, it. I'm, I'm locked in. I'm committed. I'm committed. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay, Coach Red. We'll see you. Take care. Have a good night. Yes, sir. And there you have it, guys. Uh, testimonial. How's that feel? Pompano Beach Outlaws. Yeah, Pompano Beach Outlaws. Yeah, not yeah. Palm Beach. Yeah. Oh, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just call them the Outlaws since they are the only Outlaws. Broward Outlaws, PBO. You can get away with the PBO. Uh, yeah, I think we'll. I think we can change some of these stats for them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's but you hey, know that's like he said right there. You know, you know, you know like like uh-huh. he was, you know, like he, coach was just saying. I mean, um, I mean, you can't. You, you never the players. They never know. You know, we never know as coaches. I mean, because one, we never know who's sitting in the stands. That's why. You know, it's vital that, you know, we as coaches, we install it in the players to let them know you always play your best game because that one game can get you out of here. It can get you somewhere that you never thought of. And that's what's so great. I mean, we'll build a platform that gives these guys a very high arena to showcase their skills. And it's solely up to them what they do with it when they step out there up under those lights. Every yep. Saturday. Scrap it up. You're absolutely right. Pin your ears back and go at it. Yeah. And we just wanna, you know, uh you know in regards to some of the, the the you know, the player conduct stuff that happened this week, it's it boils down to that, you know. it's no different than a job, you know. When you're under a contract or you're under, you know, uh, 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 for for work or whatever, and you go outside the guidelines, you you get reprimanded, and that's all it is. Uh, we wanna we wanna present to the world the best possible image that we can. Again, uh, we don't live in a perfect world. We don't expect perfection. Uh, we're not asking. For perfection, we're just ask, asking to you know adhere to the rules. That's all. Um, we're never going to tell you how to act, what to say, what to do. But within the the the, the bylaws and within the season, uh, as long as you're playing for us, we have to maintain a certain image. And you know, hey, uh, I don't think anybody else would expect anything less. You know, again. I'd rather have your picture up there smiling and happy and being, you know, uh, glad to be here and be a part of it than to have some picture with you, uh, you know, uh, on your worst Saturday night drunk. You know, it's 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 not a good image, but I'm not not going to go down that road, not going to get too deep into that. I just want to, uh, you know, touch on it a little bit and just say it's about an image. You know, we all do what we do and. uh we all have to present ourselves in public. If if I, as the commissioner, want to go out and get you know high-end sponsors to, you know, eventually pay for some of these things in the league, so that the owners don't have to pay for them, then you know again I have to present something that's professional and is marketable and 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 sellable. So, um, you know, we have to maintain 
maintain some sort of of professionalism and within that content there's guidelines it's nothing personal it's just a job and it's you know it's business so again uh you know we love being able to be out there and have the opportunity to to give these kids the the form and showcase them because quite frankly like i said it's it's long overdue it's it should have been happening uh, a long time ago and it has to some degree but not as well as it should be and we want to take it to even another level so you know it's going to take a lot more hard work due diligence on our on our part and more committed owners like yourselves and the other uh you know organizations that we have with us um you can only ask uh you know yourself to get better each day and uh that's it man you know Well, it looks like we had uh, Coach correctly. Tim drop. Yeah. yeah. Um, Coach Warren. Uh, you have a player hello? on your team. Um, hello, Coach? Yes. All right. You have a player on your team. Um, I believe he's number 16. I heard he got injured um, a couple of weeks ago. How is he? Uh, to my coach, um, to my Bernard uh-huh. Nelly. Yeah, Hawk, Hawk Neely, that's what I know him as, Hawk Neely. Uh, it's good. I mean, um, right now he's um, pretty much um, a game-time decision. You know, he mm-hmm. kind of um, tweaked his knee. Um, it, we kind of held him out of contact this week, let him run around, you know, just throwing some little spot passes to see if he was able to cut and everything. Um, but the mm-hmm. um, head trainer, she's going to, um, you know, observe him tomorrow, Doing walkthroughs, and um, we're gonna make a determination there tomorrow. Doing walkthroughs, if we're gonna um, sit him or um, let him suit up, but we're gonna, you know, it's, it's, it's been pretty much day to day with him. You know, we mm-hmm. just haven't let him suit up. We just want to see um, what our trainers say and um, to see how he feels. You know, because the, the main thing, you know, we don't want to put, you know. Um, put him out there in harm's way for him to injure himself worse. I mean, because there's a lot of football left during the season. And um, we don't want him to hinder himself or hurt himself, you know, of any chances of, um, you know, getting good film, you know, most most important, not being being able to go to work to take care of his family the next day. You know, so um, uh, we'll we'll make that decision tomorrow. Based on his game time? I mean, I know who he is. I know what kind of player he is. I know he is a game changer. So I was just curious whether that changed your game plan walking into this week or not. Uh, I know who Hawk Neely is. He is a potential all-star every season that he steps on the field. And uh, just wondering what scenarios you have worked in in case he is not eligible to play. Well, well, Coach Clark – as you know, in place, you know he's he's the head coach. Um, oh, okay. You know, and um, we all we we got a um, team full of you know reliable guys that can step up, you know, and fill those shoes just in case Hawking, you know, able to um suit up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, you know, you know he's been running around, you know, spot passes, you know, tonight at practice, you know, 
He was um, tutoring some of the guys that can possibly fill in for him. And, you know, we we confident that, you know, the guys who may have to step up in this place will be able to carry that load, and we won't see no slacking off, you know, whatsoever. Um, right. Hawk is one of those guys. You know, he is a game changer, you know. Um, yes, he is. Like, like, like I tell him, I say, you're one of them old school cats type of receivers that, you know, you, you, you'll climb that ladder. I say these new school cats, I say they won't go up for that ball. He's a a Lynn Swan. Lynn Swan. Yes. Yes. Lynn Swan. He is an honestly good, he's a younger guy, but he's like got an old soul. He's just a good guy and he's got insane potential to go wherever he wants to go. Sweet. Yeah. He's a very coachable kid. You know, that's, that's, that's the great thing about it, you know, because, you know, you, you know, we all run into those guys, you know, that are not coachable. You know, one thing about how, you know, he's like a sponge. He's, he will soak up all the knowledge that you have. And that's what makes him, you know, a superior athlete, you know, and right. he go about Absolutely. that the same way off the field as well. You know, one thing about our program is the guys that are involved in it basically was handpicked you know, by Coach Clark yep. and his staff. Wow. And um, they did they did a wonderful job, you know, picking them. Yep. I mean, we had, you know, when we was in training camp, we had over 50-some guys, close to 60, and they handpicked the guys that they wanted wow. and that they believed that can get out on the field and play and give it their all without griping about it or without any right. bad attitudes. And um, Hulk, he stepped in. He joined us a little later, and he um, – stepped in right away and became a leader, you know, for us, you know, for a group of young receivers that we have, you know, himself, Willie Fields, you know, they, they're kind of the leaders in that group. And um, along with Juan Torres, I mean, you know, you can't, you can't ask for a better group, but Hulk, you know, Hey, you throw it, he's going for it. <laughs> you know he's gonna he, he's a nightmare for any DB in this league or any other league that lines up. You know yeah. he, he's just a superb you know receiver. Yep. All right, sir. I was just checking. Um, good luck to you this weekend. Uh, give them everything you got, and that's all I got. Um, okay, John. All right. Yeah. Um, well. You know, let's let's talk a little bit about more. You know, uh, it, you started touching on it. You know, um, what the Miracle City Cougars do outside of football for these young gentlemen in, in the community, and, and and what do you do to you know help draw the people in to you know that are not just family members? How do you you know how do you go out in the community and 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 get the attention? And say, look, we're here. Well, you know, the one, the one thing you know we have done, and um, I can literally say I didn't, you know, being the owner, I, I didn't have anything to do with this one. You know, and, you know, I take my hat off to um, Tamara Clark. You know, she's our um, business affairs director. I mean, you know, she she acts just like she's an owner, and. Um, She'll she'll um, put together programs like uh, one big thing, you know, was our Toys for Tot, you know, right. toy drive, and you know, every obstacle that was thrown in our way, 
we was able to overcome it. And she did a wonderful job finding, you know, a location at the last minute to where, you know, we wasn't able to do it. She made sure that we was capable of fulfilling our obligations to the community of Daytona Beach. And, you know, being in the area where we have our facilities is in a great area. You know, um, people, they see the lights out there. One gentleman, mm-hmm. he came up to me. He said, I didn't know it was a team. He said, I looked up in the sky from my backyard, and I saw lights. And he said, let me walk over and see. And that's mm-hmm. how a lot of people have yeah. drove themselves to start attending, you know, some of our games. Um, our attendance record has been pretty great. Um and it's been word of mouth. Um, we we do our advertising on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we do our advertising with little plugins, you know, with some local restaurants and business around town. And everybody has gotten behind it. I mean, we was once concerned because the new professional league that came to Daytona, we thought we was going to be the ones that was placed on the back burner. But we mm-hmm. have become the talk of the city of Daytona. Everybody is asking who are the Miracle City Cougars. They're coming out and seeing who the Miracle City Cougars are. And with our marketing plan, I mean, um, you know, I I give it all to Ms. Clark. I mean, she she done a heck of a job, you know, marketing the team and then, you know, along with um, some of the players, you know, I don't used to be household names and you know, that one superstar at the local high schools, mm-hmm. you know, people are real eager to see these guys play again. And it's bringing out all the old fans from Maitland High School, Seabreeze, Atlantic, you know, and Port Orange. I mean, they're, they're yeah. coming from all, all areas to watch these kids play because they see there's a great product on the field and they see That's it's a good. great organization that have taken place and have set roots in the city of Daytona. It's a great feeling, you know. I mean, uh, I can tell you, um, you know, there's there's dozens of ways to get involved. Uh, you know, these guys around here do, uh, they go to a couple of these different uh, organizations that uh, give out, you know, turkeys or holiday baskets, uh, you know, with food from the food banks and whatnot. Uh, uh uh, the Outlaws organization was just doing a uh, home improvement community thing uh, with the city. Um, I mean, there's there's tons of way to get involved and there's tons of way to get the recognition. And it sounds like to me, you know, you guys, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> have uh, definitely got a great game plan uh, outside of football you know, marketing, uh, who and what you guys are and what you want to do for the community. But, you know, uh, my hat's off to you guys. Uh, you guys are definitely a quality organization and we've, uh, been looking forward to you guys, uh, seeing you guys in the, in the league and you guys have definitely, uh, have not, uh, uh, selling yourself short. So the hard work and, uh, and uh, we'll hope to see you in the playoff run. But before you go, go ahead and let uh, everybody know in the Football Nation how to get in touch with the Miracle City Cougars and 
you know, your next home game, how to get tickets, uh, your social media. Go ahead, Coach, our owner. If you ever want to join us, you know, for a Farnfield night, you know, you can make your way on down to Daytona Beach. You know, we call it race town, but when we step on the field, we call it fight town. You can get a hold of us at Miracle City Cougars, mccougars.com. And on on the site, you can fill out a contact me form. You know, if you're coming from out of town, we try to make it very feasible to where we always will honor you with a VIP complimentary pass. Uh, all locals, they get a contact with us through social media. We own we own Facebook at mccougars.com, and we also are on Twitter at mccougars at Twitter. Um, all right. Um, I think we lost them. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I cut uh, out there. I cut out there. Uh, oh, there you, you know, that's the Bermuda Triangle in my house sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have it in mind down here too. So I know the feeling. It's just East Coast stuff, you know. Those West Coast guys don't have to endure all this uh, hokey-pokey stuff on the East Coast. No, we got good signal over here. We don't use the Virgin Mobile phones. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right, Uh, Warren, we appreciate your your commentary and uh, your thoughts. And, uh, again, your leadership, your mentorship, and – you know, again, uh, hats off to the Miracle City Cougars, and uh, we'll see you again in the future, sir. We appreciate it so much, and we thank the AFCFL for allowing us to call this league home for the 2019 yes, season and beyond. Yes, sir. It's our pleasure. Once again, uh, everybody, Warren Robinson uh, from MC Cougars, Miracle City Cougars, and uh, let's give him a hand and uh, give him a good send-off. Have a great night, Coach, owner. Warren. All right, y'all do the same. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, uh, Shane, looks like we got another caller. I'm not quite sure uh, who it is. We can uh, well, take this probably, one live and probably, risk probably it. Probably a few. Come on in. <laughs> So let's take it real quick. We got about 20 minutes left and uh, we'll do the wrap up and uh, we'll talk a little bit about next week's show. Yeah. Yeah. There's another caller there too. Okay. Yeah, so let's take go. the first caller. All right. uh, hello caller. Who are you? And what's your question? I will, I will remain anonymous. I had two quick <laughs> questions. Okay. So the first question was, oh, what was the thought process from the league? point of view on making the schedules with everybody playing one time <clears throat> excuse me and no crossover games and then the second question is um, what is the league league's contingency plan as far as quality teams over uh, over the quantity of growing you know with teams folding yes, and all of that and yes, moving sir. around and unforeseen things like what is the con- contingency plan moving forward throughout the years. Well, we we spoke about it a little bit earlier and uh and I and I'll go on a little bit. I don't want to go too far cuz we got, you know, a little bit of time, but I appreciate your uh your question 
and uh, and there's no reason to be anonymous. We appreciate it. We'll respect that. But we're all family here. There's there's no uh, nothing to hide, nowhere to go, nowhere to run. We're here in the open. So uh, um, I'll answer that. Uh, you know, I've said it from the start. The FCL, FCFL isn't for every team. And, you know, we're not, uh, you know, every team's not for us. So that being said, we, we don't want to say no to anybody, okay? So our plan in the future is to hopefully create a developmental league within ours so that we have these teams that may not be the highest caliber and, you know, the, the highest quality run organizations right from the start. So, you know, we would have this developmental league with those teams in that organization. And then, you know, we've talked tossed around a couple ideas, you know, you know, obviously the winner of that league super bowl would, you know, get an invitation to come up to the, to the other league and, and whatnot and, and so forth. So, you know, you're always going to have teams jumping around trying to find where they're self to call home and whatnot. And, you know, the whole reason we developed is to try to, contain it all and sustain it and and rebuild the image so that we can erase the tarnish and start a new chapter because again we're, we're seeing the world of professional football change right before our eyes and if we're not locked cocked and ready to rock our opportunity is going to get passed by and we're just going to be who we are so you know why not you know cohesively, you know, come together. We're, we're all, you know, brothers and sisters when the day is done and we're all here for the same reason, football, passion for this game. And we all want the best and the best product at the end of the day. So that being said, that's our goal. Uh, Again, it's an owner's players league. So it's not just me sitting up here or, or somebody else making all the decisions. This goes through a process. It goes through a vote. Uh, if there's a tie vote, I am the last one who makes the deciding uh, vote one way or the other. So it's never come to that. It's never even been close. <laughs> so these owners all have a very close mindset when it comes to this game and the future of this game. So we just want to administer that. These guys are doing a great job out there. We just want to cohesively put them all in the same arena and give them a fair opportunity and a fair chance. And eventually we'd love to see a national championship, you know, uh, you know, a, a, a cohesive national championship, something, you know, that's, uh, uh, has reminiscence of, uh, like the college championship, something, you know, did that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good idea. Have you ever thought of maybe, uh, Tier one and tier two within the yeah. league. Yeah, th- okay. there's been a couple ideas tossed around, you know. And again, in the off season, uh, we will definitely toss around all these decisions. And if you're a part of the FCFL at the time and, and an owner in our organization that's in good standings, you will get a vote and be a part of that process to make it happen or, or not happen. So. I hope uh, I hope you're part of our organization. If you're not, and uh, you're uh, outside looking in, hey, give us a call, man. Can't what go was wrong. Guy's name again? He didn't say. He's anonymous. Oh, 
Uh, it was Mr. Anonymous. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, What's but uh, we only got about 20 minutes left. I got two more callers. Uh, again, appreciate you calling in, and uh, hope you stay tuned and listen uh, next week and forevermore. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, Thank sir. you for appreciate calling, it. Mr. Anonymous, number 52. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's try to take these other two calls kind of quick. I went in oh, kind of deep calls. there yeah. without trying to go deep, but that's well, just me. So, so eventually you're going to you're gonna learn to, part? like, kick me under the table and say, quit, shut up. Uh, nah. <laughs> so, nah, let's see nah. who these next two are. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's bring in the Broward number. Let's just bring them both. Hello, on. caller from Broward. You're on the air. How can we help? How's it, how's it going this evening? Ah, I know that voice. <laughs> it's the guy from the Broward Outlaws. That's, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. That, that yeah. would be me. That's the Pompano Beach Outlaws. Sorry, again. Pompano Beach. Pompano, Outlaws. yeah. You've, got, you've been corrected that, again. <laughs> that, yep, that would be me. Okay. Uh, how you doing tonight, Who TV? I'm pretty good. I uh, just left just left a pretty good practice and uh, heading home now. Sweet. Hey, hang on a second. We got another caller. Let's uh, let's bring this caller and see uh, what we got. Hello, caller. You're there. How can we help you tonight? I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Anonymous, also known West Coast Soldier. <laughs> All right, we got uh, a lot of anonymous callers here tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for calling in, anonymous West WSCS. Yeah, I'm proud to say uh, I'm admire the owner of the West Coast Soldiers. Yes, and we admire you too, sir. No pun intended. You haven't heard that since high school. <laughs> I'm gonna say you've never heard that before. So. Hell no, too many times. <laughs> but nonetheless, a uh, great show tonight. If you've been listening along, a uh, very positive atmosphere. Uh, gentlemen, we're on our way. You know, uh, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, our message is being heard loud and clear. And, uh, you know, we, we're here. We're live. Well, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Um, I, I, I missed the predictions um, tonight. Did they did they go over the predictions for this week? Absolutely, uh, yes, sir, we did. Um, there's a little button when the show's over. You can re-listen to it, and uh, we're all on there. <laughs> yeah, we're what, not going to recap that? it because we want the no. uh, we want the listen. Ooh. We need the that's right. We need to listen gotcha. to boost it up. Hey, I, 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 definitely, I agree and understand. I believe okay. they predict the soldiers over the outlaws 60 to nothing. <laughs> oh, oh, the tip on the load. Yeah, no, that's the outlaw team. I tell you. <laughs> it was over the PO. <laughs> what was yeah, it? Uh, probation officers? <laughs> <laughs> that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> we had a uh, we had a phantom a player from the phantoms call in and make the uh, the pick 
for the uh, War Eagle Soldiers game. So, Mr. Bradley White, we want to give him a shout-out again for calling in, making his predict. Good, good thing those 10 wing houses a week helped him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't go wrong there, you know. Yeah, we never did get to the bottom of the conversation in the uh, owners group today who had the best uh, concession. That That's going to be settled for next week's show, by the way. We're going to yeah. come to the conclusion. Hey, John, what Sounds they should good. do to, to do it the easiest way, they should just send us all something, you know, me and you, they should send us <laughs> a sample of what they have exactly. to our houses. Exactly. And then we yeah. can test and see. We will sample it all. Yeah. I think that's the the best idea for bar none. Uh, Ed should send the well, girl, uh, the wing house girl say, to our house. Yeah, you better get that right. I'll have the wing house <laughs> girls come feed you, John. How's that? Hey, you know, I'm going to be in uh, Orlando next week, so I won't be far. There's a wing house right around the corner. <laughs> yep. Exactly. We'll, we'll have a lawn chair... We'll have a lounge chair set up with a palm tree, and we'll have the wing house girls feed you like grapes. Oh, Jesus. Who does the West Coast really... Soldiers play next week? <laughs> next week? <laughs> yeah, because I'll uh, be uh, in the Orlando area. Yeah. We play... We play at home We play at home against the Raiders. Oh. Yeah, I was looking to see Oof. where are the outlaws on our schedule. I didn't see them. I thought they were at one point, but, you know, thought, things change. Yeah. I think they changed, uh, okay. yeah. But they changed after a couple teams dropped. Oh uh, No, I was talking about the Palm Beach Outlaws. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Oh, okay. PBO. PBO. Sounds like PBO. They're almost, they're almost like um, Orlando Fams, <laughs> OP, but they're PPO. OPP. Oh, yeah. That was a good song back in the O-P-P. day. They <laughs> also had good clothes too back in the day. I down with the OPP. Uh, yeah, I'm showing my age. I better shut up. Well, let's, I actually work for I actually work for those guys, so I can't be that old. Right? Oh, there you go. What I what I what I wanted to say when I called in, I wanted to uh, welcome the the new organizations, both radio organizations, Largo as well as yep. Dade County. Yep. Um, you know, listen, this, this this season from this point on, everything just, just gets better and better. Every week we seem to be getting better and better. So clearly we're doing the right things and, and we're we're extremely transparent when it comes to the owners, um, even the players. A lot of players don't know because their owners don't relay things. Uh, so it's come to a point where sometimes we have to relay them, especially when it's need-to-know information, you know. Yeah. But – um. Like I said, man, everything is, is, is getting better and better. Um, I don't know if you even went over the championship weekend. Um, it's, Not yet. Uh, Go ahead. May se- yeah, it's May 17th through the 19th in Orlando. I mean, it's going to be full of excitement, full of fun. Um, you know, bring your families out. It's a family event. That's that's how we do it over here in the FCFL. Um, you know, and then we have time to, to be grown up too. We're going to have our grown up time as well. So, oh, yeah. you know, it, it's just going to be that environment that you want to be a part of. And and I, I, I see I've, I've received a lot of calls, and trust me, a lot of people want to be a part of it. So we're going to continue to chop this wood, and we're going to chop and chop and chop until there are no more trees to chop. 
And then we're going to go ahead and sit back and sit by the fire, you know, and, and roast some marshmallows and, and have yeah. a good time. Yeah. Like I always say when we have our conference calls, uh, 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 what, is it, what is it from Sunday to Friday, we are all family. Yep. And on Saturday, we go to war. Saturday, yes, sir. Yep. You know, Saturday we go to war. And then at Saturday night at midnight, we're family once again. You know, yep. that's one thing I can say about every owner in this group, in this league. Each one of the owners always help each other. And that's what makes the league great. Every owner has helped one yep. or another yep. owner in some way, shape, or form. Yep. Yep. You know, and I'm I'm, I'm definitely yep. proud of them. And, and when it continues, it's only going to get better. Yep, yep. Uh, Mr. Willie Bass gets a shout out there in that department. He helped uh, Palm Beach Cowboys out last week, uh, stepped up in a big way, uh, even though we couldn't co- fulfill that uh, that commitment. But uh, uh, that's a perfect example behind the scenes. Most people won't know, never hear, and probably don't need to know, and we're not going to discuss it. But nonetheless, Willie uh, gets the pat on the back for the week for the owner. Uh, for stepping up and uh, helping those guys out, they deserve it. They're uh, they're a good organization. We're going to bring them on in the future here, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and announce uh, what next week is. You guys kind of already I heard about so. it because I I told you uh, in the owners group this morning uh, as I started asking about. But next week we are going to have the ladies of the FCFL on. So ladies all of on. the ladies. Yes, it's going to be a ladies-only show, except for me and Shane, but uh, that'll be uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it looks like we got There'll another be only call. only one and a half of you, another call. Two more calls. <laughs> but, yeah, well, next, next week, week uh, we're going to invite as many ladies from all, as many of the organizations. That's why I started asking the owners to put forth those names of those ladies who uh, sit within the organizations that help and help these uh, gentlemen run their teams like they run. So, you know, we can't thank the ladies enough, so we are going to dedicate an entire two-hour show and let them speak their piece and let them do what they do. Sounds great. Sounds great to me. You said we had two more calls? Yeah, I just got two more callers in, uh, one a 727 area code and one a 424, so... We got about six minutes or five minutes and some change. We're going to try to take these calls real quick. And I don't mean real quick because the time's going to cut off and we don't have anything to extend. So, Uh, okay. Hello, caller. You're there. How can we help you tonight? Hello. Hey, this is Jason from the Florida War Eagle. Hey. (laughs) How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I just wanted to point out an example uh, that happened this week. The Barris was talking about other team owners and uh, taking care of each other. And, you know, yes. we had a situation with our field this week that the Barris and yep. Ed and you guys know about, and yep. they got air raided on Tuesday. Yep. I scrambled pretty bit and stressing out, but, uh, you know, Ed was right there with us. He helped us out. He even, you know, helped look into securing other fields for us. He even opened his yep. own field to us. And was going to give us the gate. So, uh, yeah, uh, they actually we ended are, up driving and meeting at the field last night. Uh, to we're make dedicated. Sure it was playable for this game coming yeah. up Saturday. So, 
we are dedicated to make these games happen on Saturday. There, I do not. Hey, when when I hear somebody, or if I hear of a forfeit, I I I, I do everything in my power. These guys will tell you I drive them crazy because I don't want to see it. I don't want it. It, it, it irritates me. We got to make the forfeits go away, however it has to happen. But, yeah, uh, a lot of stuff you'll never see and never hear about behind the scenes, and that's another great example. Ed, uh, another great organization, Ed Meyer, who's on, uh, you know, he's uh, he's setting the pace. Unanimous and, West Coast soldiers? Unanimous, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I didn't want to take up too much of your time. I need Thank to get you. another caller. I just uh, wanted yeah. to give him a shout out for that. Appreciate Got about four minutes. Thank you again, Jason. Uh, great to see you. Have a great uh, game this week. Good luck. We'll uh, talk to you next hello? week. Yes, sir. Uh, hello, caller. Are you there? Go ahead. Got about three minutes. Hey, what's going on? This uh the Raiders organization checking in. So I just received a text message. We just, uh, you know, calling. I guess it's our Day first County? time uh, on the show. Dade County Raiders, yeah. Hey, welcome. How are you doing tonight? Okay, what's going on? This, yeah, I'm Travis. This Travis. Travis on the phone. What's up, man? Hey. What's going on, Travis? How are you? Hey, man, I'm fine, man. You know, just uh, checking everything out. You know, welcome, welcome to the league. Uh, I guess just trying to have fun, man. That's it. That's it, man. We we got we got one goal, and that's to make football what it's supposed to be. That's right. Yeah, we're that's very, right. very we're very happy to have you guys a part of us now, man. You know, we we are extremely happy to have you a part of us because we know what you guys bring to the table. You yeah. know, you being a, a owner of a team and and working with Mac and Sharon together, man. That that's that's a beautiful thing. So it was a no brainer, you know, bringing you guys in. Yep. I appreciate yep. that, man. I, that Mac and Sharon know the same thing, man. Um, we're just looking forward to good things, and that's that's about it, man. You know, uh, hey, hey, man, just playing football, good football, good quality football, no number of BS and all that. Though. So we just we proud to be here, man. Good change and everything. Um, you know, uh, players like it. Uh, the, the the organization, you know, feel comfortable with it, and we're gonna go for that, man. <laughs> Well, again, you know, our hats off to you. Unprecedented move to uh, switch like you guys did, but it's, uh, it's a testament to who you are, what you stand for, and what we stand for, and what we started. So, uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, I appreciate that, man. Y'all, good night. Y'all have a good day. Good, good, good weekend. And yes. see y'all uh, next weekend. Yes, sir. You got good it, man. And on All that right. note, Go ahead, Ed. No, I'm good. Okay. Well, on that note, we got to wrap it up. I got about a minute left. And, uh, Shane, once again, week two, we did it. We made it through. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, And it got packed at the end, so I'm sure we'll start getting more and more colors every week. So we'll have to (laughs) speed up our stuff a little bit. Yeah, we'll we'll tighten up our riders. going to get more calls. Yeah, hey, that's a good thing though. We're we're hitting the home run, and we can't wait to uh, see you guys all in person because Super Bowl weekend we'll be doing this live in Orlando. (laughs) Nice. All right, we can do it right Uh, there on the sideline. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll be right there. We'll be having fun. We'll even have video for that live shoot. Yes, sir. I think uh, very cool. I think I think we'll have the Winghouse girls there too. Oh, hey. 
Why not? We'll hey, we're going to have a great time. <laughs> I can't tell you. We're, we're making so many plans right now. I don't even want to discuss them because uh, we're yeah. just going to be – it's going to be a – a surprise all the way. We're going to keep unveiling them as we go. So let's take it out. Uh, thanks again, gentlemen. I'll catch you on the flip side. Good night. Good night. You're listening to FCFL Live. show that brings you all the stats, weekly breakdowns, interviews, and next week's picks. And enjoy the show as Shane and John bring you all the info inside the Florida Champion Football League. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 